Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, whatever installment we're on. I sort of forget the number of the TLN podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about expectations. Now, that's a pretty broad topic, so I'm going to uh, let the group sort of launch into what type of expectations, you know, teens and they sort of face and, and maybe even talk about, you know, what's good and bad about expectations. Yeah. So teenagers these days have a lot to juggle. You're supposed to have good grades, take challenging classes, play a sport, attend clubs, be a leader, um, do community service, like have a social life. And, you know, that's, oh, and get enough sleep, you know? <laughs> and that's really difficult and basically impossible to juggle. So I think that there are a lot of expectations put on us that are just simply unreasonable. Well, I mean, it really comes down to a lot of things are a sacrifice as I've once brought up before, right? So it's, you're supposed to get enough sleep, but for people whose school doesn't come easy to, you're also supposed to have good grades, right? So it's, you got to sacrifice one or the other, right? Sometimes that means staying up later, right? Or you're supposed to, you know, play a sport or be involved in clubs. That's going to take up more of your time, right? And so all these sacrifices ultimately will add up and you have to choose the expectations that you want to fulfill and the ones that you don't. And I feel like sometimes we forget that we don't have to live up to all those expectations. You know, we have to be able to acknowledge when it's too much and, you know, be able to, like Logan said, pick and choose which ones to focus on. And I think that's also really important, like in terms of just staying in a good mindset and like making sure you're not letting it overwhelm you and knowing when to say, hey, it's too much for me. I also, I think, oh, no, you can go ahead. You're good. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that having all of these expe expectations is sometimes a good thing because it makes us all really driven people as teenagers to kind of aspire to have all of these things, even though it may be unrealistic and unreasonable, but kind of working towards making good grades, having a social life and achieving that balance is a great thing, but it starts uh, getting into troubled water when we try to do everything and that's kind of impossible. Yeah, I think a lot of our expectations come from like the pressures that like external groups place on us. So like, I guess you could say our friends or our parents or, or I guess you can just say everybody who's around you. So when you're looking at expectations, you have to really measure up what you feel is best for yourself and what maybe other people are putting pressure on you to do. And, and, and like Logan said, it's about making those sacrifices when you, when you uh, dial those two up against each other. Yeah, I wanted to echo sort of what Trent put so well uh, just now, and then Nicole uh, started us off with, which is that it almost feels like this this snowball effect of expectations that happened. I, I saw something the other day that was, you know, most people are expected to work, you know, nine to five job, they'll go home, usually they'll have, you know, families, they'll, they'll do whatever family, fam, familial obligations, or sort of, you know, if they have uh, maybe a second job, sometimes they'll start working their second job. Um, but the idea of it was, you know, you do a job, hopefully, and then you go home and you rest for the remainder of the time, or maybe you do a little bit of work um, afterwards, and then sort of they compared it to the average teenager's life. And it's, you go to school from maybe not nine to five, but a similar time period. And then you go home and you do homework and maybe you have a sport and maybe you have a club that you have to meet. And also maybe you have to take care of your little sister or brother, or you have to walk the dog or you have a job that you have to go work. 
Um, so, you know, it's interesting to sort of see how, at least in, in teenagers, there's a very different expectation from how most adults operate, um, which is, you know, work um, and then sort of this rest time and, and recuperation time with friends and family, where with teenagers, you're not only supposed to do that, but you're also supposed to do extracurriculars. You're also supposed to have a job. You're also supposed to work um, and, and sort of do, you know, 15 things at once. And I think that often leads to what a bunch of you were saying, which is this troubled water of, I can't do everything at once. Absolutely. And then in this current situation with the world kind of being virtual now, you like kind of before teenagers are kind of known to be on their phones all the time. And now on top of all of these expectations, we're expected to limit our screen time. And that's kind of impossible now. I mean, I'm glued to my computer, whether it's my computer, my phone, the TV, almost all day long. And then having to kind of get outside as well, it's kind of challenging. But there's also another facet to expectations. It's kind of the low expectations that are pushed through the media. So maybe teenagers are described as engaging in drugs and alcohol and intimate behaviors. And that kind of puts a stereotype on teenagers and we're kind of judged um, with prejudice before going into the workplace. So maybe you have your part-time job as part of your many expectations as a teenager and people are less likely to take you seriously because of those low expectations that are already in place. That's very true, but I mean, it's also the flip side of it, you know, there's the flip side of if you're exceeding those expectations in every area, which doesn't happen, you know, for many people in many different cases, but if you happen to exceed those expectations, the amount of respect that you get from adults, the amount of respect that you would get in the workplace, right? I've seen that happen to a few people where they've done some really, some really big, some really cool things in life, maintained the grades, been phenomenal athletes, just had the whole package together, right? or at least what it looks like the whole package so so that, that goes both ways but I can definitely agree with you with the lack of if you're not fulfilling those expectations the what's the right word the I can't think of the word goodness the stereotype that we placed on you there you go mm -hmm. yeah I my club that I'm in and I lead we attended a meeting with a bunch of adults the other day and we went in and we realized that, well, the adults were trying to tell us what to do. And we realized that we are better at organizing than they are. And that was really difficult because of the expectation that like, you know, teenagers are supposed to like listen to adults and do what they say because they know more and are better, I guess, but then we have to somehow go around that and like help them out without trying to like be rude. And so that's really difficult, like trying to like get around those stereotypes. I think it's interesting to see how like people try to, to I guess, break those stereotypes would be the right wording. Uh, because I, I, I feel like you're not supposed to necessarily live towards uh, external expectations or external stereotypes of what you should be, rather that you should uh, set those for yourself. So like, for example, I, um, 
I uh, am on this thing called the Juvenile Crime Prevention Council in my county, and I'm the only uh, youth member on that council. And we do a lot of stuff with uh, like uh, youth uh, crime and trying to how to stop that. Right. So it's kind of difficult to uh, have an influence uh, when you're like the only like person under 18 there. So I, I feel like it's important that we try to break those stereotypes and kind of try to circumvent this this idea that just because we're teenagers, we shouldn't have an input or a voice. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I have a similar story where um, there's been a couple of instances uh, in which, just like Nicole and sort of Trent uh, hinted at, which is that I certainly thought that I could do a specific task better than a, than a group of adults I was working with and or um, they, had, they had read a situation incorrectly or they had, they had done something incorrectly and sort of trying to balance that, um, you know, what should you do to be respectful and what should you do to actually get the task done? I remember a specific conversation that I was having with um, both my grandmother, my parents, and my little sister at, a, at the dinner table. And we were all talking about a situation in which um, one of my uh, substitute English teachers um, had not quite gotten what Animal Farm was about, the, the book Animal Farm. She had sort of butchered it a little bit and, and, and gotten some of the characters wrong. And, and I, you know, I, I love Animal Farm. I think it's one of the, a great book. So I'd read it a couple of times already and, and I knew some of this. And it put me in a weird situation because I felt as though it was necessary to stand up and, and help my fellow classmates and sort of respectfully raise my hand and say, you know, I don't think, I'm sorry, I, re I really don't think that analysis is correct. And here's why. But at the same time, I'm, I was trying to sit there and not challenge um, the teacher's authority. And it was funny, because it, it was interesting to see it at the dinner table, the differences in the generations about what I did, you know, my, my grandmother was certainly a little bit more apprehensive about what I chose to do, which was basically to, to challenge the teacher. And she was like, oh, you know, she's still the teacher. You still got to respect the authority. Um, and then you sort of transition to my parents. And it was a little bit more lackadaisical, but still with that idea of, you know, you should be very focused on like, hey, respect the, the authority in front of you. And then you turn to my sister who was like, I don't care. Like, Yes, they were wrong. You should have, you should have, you should have corrected the fact that they were wrong. Um, so I think it's also interesting what you all hinted at, and I want to move into this a little bit, which is you know the good and the bad of that expectations, because I think in any situation there is positives and negatives to it. I think that the negatives kind of come in when it's you know like self doubt when you or like other people kind of tell you that you're not meeting either their expectations or you kind of do like a self-reflection and you're like, well, this isn't really what like I planned, like to like, I'm not meeting my goal or like whatever it is. And I think that that's, that can be a positive or a negative. Like that could be like, oh, well, you're self-aware. Like at least you know, you're not meeting your expectations, but it's also like, are these expectations that you're setting for yourself? Are they reasonable? Are they realistic? Like, can you do what you're wanting to do in the amount of time you're wanting to do it in? And I think that's when you get into like tricky like situations because then you're like, well, do I keep like trying to reach these expectations or is it time to kind of slow down and pick something else? Well, I mean, it really comes down to whose reality do you want to live? 
do you want to live for yourself or do you want to live for other people? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you have to be, at the end of the day, you have to be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? You have to live with yourself. And so if you're constantly trying to fulfill these other expectations that someone else has for you that maybe you don't care about, maybe you want to go and you want to weld, right? So guess what? Or maybe, maybe let's say it's not a good example. Let's say you want to run a marathon, right? But guess what? All these other people want you to have these phenomenal grades, right? But you really want to be a runner. Like that's what you want to do. Right. So guess what? You start putting more time into running over grades. Right. Guess what? And then they're going to look at you like, oh, you're stupid. You put more time into running over grades. But guess what? when it works out, you're going to be a champion. Right. When it works out, you know, you'd be like, oh, wow, this guy gets paid to run marathons now. Da, da, da. This is amazing. Right. So it, you have to learn to kind of tune, fine tune the, that level of expectations that you hear from society. You know what I'm saying? Truly be happy with yourself by doing what you want to do aligned with what you believe will be best for you. Yeah, it's really difficult to decide which expectations are important to you or expectations inherently aren't yours so you should listen to them and then decide okay these are my goals taking these um expectations into account but the thing is if your goals don't fit into other people's expectations or maybe who you are or what you want don't fit in that can be really really difficult especially with your parents or the people that you care about and care about what they think. Because if that just completely disagrees with what they want, then that's gonna be very, very difficult. Um, yeah, my brother, he's younger than me and I always got good grades and my brother gets average grades, so not bad, but every single report card, they would give him a hard time. He'd be crying because they'd say, oh, your grades aren't as good as your sister's and they'd compare him to me. And that's just unfair. So yeah, you shouldn't listen to other people's expectations if they're not what you want, but that's hard. And it really sucks when you can't live up to them and other people are giving you a hard time because you can't. Yeah, I will say that, um, you know, I feel like having expectations for yourself is important because uh, I feel like I have some pretty high expectations for myself. And if I didn't, I would probably have an F in every class right now because I wouldn't turn in any assignments. But, um, you know, you, you just have to make sure that your expectations are reasonable, are achievable, are, are not going to put you in a situation where you are just, uh, uh, I guess, maybe overstressing yourself or overworking yourself for something that's not achievable and make sure that the expectations actually are yours and not maybe somebody else's that you're just trying to fulfill when you really don't want to. Yeah, but I feel like there's a difference between expectations and goals. Expectations right. the bare minimum and goals are like what you strive for. Yeah, definitely. So I think yeah. you and yourself should set goals and not expectations because when you don't reach your expectations, that can be really detrimental to your mental health. And it like has less leeway, you know? Set goals high, I guess you could say. And then your expectations maybe are the minimum of what you expect from yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I agree. And I also think that people shouldn't put their expectations too low because then they're not recognizing kind of what Riley was saying earlier, like them being self-aware. 
because there's always room for growth. I believe in every single individual and you can always expect more of yourself than you think um, because you know you may not have high self-esteem, you may not be getting all A's, but you can expect of yourself something big uh, because everything, everybody is worthy of success and kind of having not high expectations to where they're unachievable and oh, I'm sorry, a siren's going by and unachievable, but um, just kind of having moderate expectations, not low, but achievable and moderate. I absolutely agree. I was talking to a friend the other day who, you know, he's, I, you know, I wish I could be in, 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 in every situation. Uh, he's the kid who's got, you know, the amazing grades. It was just like, you know, sort of Logan, I think was talking about earlier where, you know, he's got the amazing grades. He's you know, doing a, you know, I think he's like a three sport athlete or two sport athlete, something ridiculous. Yeah. He's like doing, you know, some clubs he's he's gotten like he's working he's taking care of like you know he's got a large family so he takes care of his large family and you know i was talking to him the other day and he was just beating himself up over the fact that um another kid uh ended up like doing this really cool i think it was an internship program and he was beating himself up not that the other kid you know did the internship program but that he didn't do it as well um and i you know i sort of looked at him and i was like and I don't understand, like, how can you be beating yourself up? Like you've got, you know, all these other things. And I think it's really important to be, excuse me, to be able to um, look, take a step back and look at yourself and say, you know, cause his expectations that he put on himself has actually led him to great success. You know, he said he wanted to be, you know, very good at school. He said he really liked his sports and wanted to go pursue that. Um, but then at the same time, he's got this other expectation that maybe was external, maybe was internal, that, you know, he's got to be able to top everybody else at every single moment, which is not sort of a way to live through. You know, you have to do, I think what everybody was saying was be unapologetically you. Do what you want to do and be confident in what you want to do. And you know what? If you make a mistake, you make a mistake. If you happen to miss an internship or you miss something, fine, move on and go find the next thing. Keep doing what you're doing and have the confidence to, you know, be happy about what you're doing. And if you don't find that confidence or you don't find that you're happy, then change course and go do something else. For sure. I know a couple of weeks ago, um, as part of another organization that I'm in, we're doing this thing called Franklin Covey Leadership. And it talks about the seven habits of highly effective teens. And one of those is thinking win-win. And kind of going into that, we, instead of being in a competitive mindset, we're saying like, we have to be better than that person in order to succeed. We have to have an interactive mindset. So kind of reaching towards a common goal um, and those expectations that we have on us kind of not really looking at those. And like you were saying early, earlier, being unapologetically you and just kind of being your best self. I think kind of leadership in general, everyone's a leader, but we are put in certain situations where we uncover our leadership qualities. And I think that's really great about kind of exceeding those expectations that we think are placed on us. I completely agree with that. I think that if you're, you know what expectations are placed on you, and I feel like it's kind of about finding that happy medium because you don't want to place them too low because then you're like telling yourself that you can't do better, but then also not placing it too high because you, know, you don't want to be, you know, cocky or get like upset when you can't meet that expectation. And I think the whole, like Jack was saying, like, like saying like, why did, like, why am I not doing what this other kid's doing? Like, what's, when am I doing wrong? 
um, you know, maybe you are doing something wrong, maybe you're not. I think that that's when the whole self-reflection comes in and you're, you really have to sit down with yourself and say like, you know, hey, I am doing what I can do. There's nothing I can be doing better. And I think kind of just accepting that and being okay with that is really important in order to keep a good like mindset about life in general. I think that's a great place to end it. <laughs> uh, I think I think that summed it up uh, really well, talking about you know just being able to to self reflect and and look at yourself and say you know okay I'm doing either the best I can at this moment or I can't quite take on this other task you know let's keep doing what I'm doing and or turning around and saying you know what I think there is a change that needs to be made and then going out and really making that change. Uh, so thanks for joining us uh, today. We're going to be talking about uh, in the next installment, uh, a topic that I think we touched on a little bit today, but it's going to be the academics of high school and sort of all the, the, the rigors and the, the issues that come with that. So make sure to join us next time. Um, and thank you all for listening again.